three, two, one. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cheap Shot Discussions. Yeah. Um, Welcome to all our Irish listeners. 9% of our audience is Irish. 9%. 9%. That's actually pretty impressive. That's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people we have in general. Well, but. at this point, from the stats I'm getting, that's 9% out of hundreds. So hundreds is better than dozens. <laughs> So I'll take it. 9% of 12. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, Audacity took out the decibel thing, so I don't know how to view that anymore. Oh, that's okay. Why does it look all fucked up right there? Because you tried to switch the... Yeah, there's like a bunch of different... Uh, so the waveform's not a... Waveform's here, but waveform decibel is gone. Okay. They probably hit it in some other menu. That's okay. Yeah, whatever. Uzi. Yeah, okay, so my leg hurts. If you guys have been following anything that's been happening with me. My leg hurts, and now my eye hurts because Uzi just punched me in the eye. And as my dad once said to me, if you didn't have bad luck, you wouldn't have any luck at all. Yeah. Yeah, there's probably some truth to that. Um, Is that not good? No, it's very much not. It... uh, (laughs) So this is a Bud Light lemonade, and I assumed that it probably—I was hoping it wasn't carbonated, but it's got—it's like a seltzer water carbonation. But it does taste like lemonade with no sugar in it. it. Tastes like water that's carbonated with just squeezed lemons in it. So it's really sour and is not satisfying whatsoever. But Are you we're gonna in this, try to power through it. Yeah, we're on this ballpark now. I have two of them, so <laughs> I was like, these would be good. So here we are. You you never fully commit like that, man. You buy one as a tester, and well, they were two fifty. So I was like, it, I mean, it's not bad. It's just sour. But anyways, so what do you think of VR? Is it interesting? Um, it's different. Yeah. It's come a long way since the last time I tried it, for sure. Yeah. Um, the last time I tried it, my buddy had to have like stuff up and like weird cameras up in his room. Mm-hmm. That he was doing it in, that mapped out the. Did his have big controllers on it, like big controllers with touch pads on the front, like? No, his were similar to that. I think it was like in between the first generation and what you have. Okay, that's the second gen. So he must have had the first gen because yeah. those the controllers are similar, except the circles are below it. So you hold it, and the circles are underneath. Maybe rather that's than, what it was. Rather than over your top. Yeah. But yeah, now it's in. I mean, that one was 1080p. That one's in. 2k so the resolution's getting better it it's the the lenses are getting better it's more clear you can see things better but it's still a ways out i mean it's not there yet yeah i'm not gonna commit yet but i mean it's it's for sure getting there and you just like tried video and just the home screen once you play actual games that were made in a or vr it's totally different do you ever remember that video game five nights at freddy's yeah. They made it in VR. So you're actually sitting in the booth, you know, looking around, and you have to use the hands for your the cameras, and you change the cameras, and you have to reach over and press the lights. But instead of them just teleporting, they walk now. So you'll see the, the you'll see these big animatronic, like, they're way taller than you'd think they'd be, and they just walk past the room, and you're like, oh, close the door. <laughs> but uh, it, it's crazy. Is that a game that's b- beatable? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it just takes a lot of time. I might try it in, in VR now. Like it wasn't that fun on there was like a mobile and then on the PC, but anytime I have to sit in front of a screen, I guess I just don't I I'll lose interest too fast. But that makes you in it. Like it makes you feel like you're there. Right. You can pick up the phone, you can mess around with stuff. It's weird. It's a weird experience. What time is it right now? It is six oh eight. Cool. You picked me up at like four thirty. Yeah, about four thirty, yep. I told Liz I'd try to be home around nine. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. Um Oh fuck, dude, my eye. Dude, twenty twenty is just fucking sucked, man. Yeah. Like big hairy camel dicks. <laughs> Hasn't been I I don't know, dude. In twenty twenty for me, like yeah, it's been some things have sucked, but my life has turned around almost drastically in twenty twenty. So Yeah, and I'm, I'm in, not I'm not talking about the virus and I'm not talking about the shit that's going on over here with all of the protests. So and, like your leg and uh and my wife um like back in April she I I pretty much like I was looking at either doing a short term hospitalization for her or an inpatient treatment for suicidal ideation. Mm. Um and then uh you know, I graduated nursing school, but I didn't graduate nursing school because of like one deadline, basically. And yeah, so my my life's just been kind of a shit show this year. Yeah. And and then, you know, a week and a half ago I break my leg and Yeah. Fun. Not at all. And now Uzi Uzi get down. You face. get down. You get down. He's okay right now. But um yeah. So you wanted to talk about all that stuff that was on Steam. Oh yeah. Well, I I thought we did wait wait and pull that out during the entertainment section. Oh yeah, we can do that. That's right. We have segments now. Yeah. All right, let's get into the segments. Like this is supposed to be our free form. Oh yeah, that's right. All right. I'm all over the place today. So one thing I wanted to say really quickly, um, because I think a lot of people out there need to hear this and a lot of people agree. Uh Multi-level marketers can go fuck themselves. Okay. <laughs> I had some guy reach out to me yesterday. I mean, I, I, it was so, such a quick thing of me saying hello, and it turned into him finger-banging my ears with multi-level marketing rhetoric, which is like, can I tell you about the power of now? He almost jumped on your leg straight up, dude. Can I, can I tell you about the power of now? What is your Why? Common thing, if you hear those, any of those two, you know, two things, run. Do not talk to that person. They're trying to make themselves rich while make someone else rich while giving you the opportunity to make money. It's so garbage. And they're like little uh, duress bullies, I guess. Yeah. Because if you say stop talking to me, then they'll pull out the stuff of being like, I thought you said you weren't afraid to work hard. I thought you wanted this for your life. Obviously, oh, I just you don't. Hang up on them, dude. Oh, it wasn't. It was like a on LinkedIn. Some guy reached out to me. He said something nice. I thought he was just like just wanted to talk and stop it. Uzi. Talk about business stuff. Uzi, get down, down, down. 
Get your ball down. Stay. Yeah, I thought he just wanted to talk about stuff. And unfortunately, he just proceeded to keep messaging me over and over and over again about this medical BS that it's a product that they test your DNA and then they can tell your nutritional deficiencies. And so for me, it sounds like a blood test, um, but they mark you it up. You know what that sounds like to me? A scam? No, the, the test that he's talking about. What? It's called the CMP, a complete metabolic panel. You can get it done at any doctor's office. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I just stopped responding to him. He's, I, I was, he, uh, he was like, I can, uh, if you want to come work for me, I can do, I can, you know, help you on your whatever. So I was like, okay, this might be an actual job. Email me the inf- all the information in your proposal to this email address. He emails me one link to a website that, and I start reading it, and it's like. All you have to do is pay $400 and then the person above you makes so so much money. And then if you sign up people below you, you start making all the, all the money that they make. And I'm like, oh, a pyramid scheme. Yeah. I'm sick of them. They're scum of the earth. And they, they're a cult. It's a cult. They act like a cult. They talk like a cult. They're like our beloved leader has so much knowledge. And uh, it's, dude, screw them. Screw them. <laughs> Uh, not a lot, not a lot like infuriates me, those type of people and people that don't put their shopping carts in the little shopping cart lanes at grocery store parking lots. Those are the two people that are, I, there was actually a thing that, uh, I, I read the other day that like the returning the shopping cart to the return area mm-hmm. is like the ultimate test of how human you can be because there's no real repercussion for disobeying that rule yeah it's just the measure of how decent of a person are you yeah the way i look at it someone's gonna have to come get this do i want that person to have a harder time if the answer is yes then you probably hate your life to some degree and you want other people to suffer as well so if that's the case you know you're probably not i in my opinion I would not feel like a good person if I was the one who just leaves it in the back on the grass, like clear in the back or in the middle of two parking lanes. If you can't walk 30 feet to put it in a lane, like, come on, man. There's one kid out there who's making hardly any money, probably not the best living situation. And uh, and they have to wander all around because... Somebody couldn't take 20 seconds to walk a cart back. I just don't understand that type of behavior. I really don't get it. I would hate that if I was, you know, getting I carts. Used, I, I used to do that. That was yeah. my job when I was in high school. I, I was a, uh, I worked at a, gro- a local grocery store. Um, I bagged groceries for people and yeah. I had to go get the carts every once in a while. And I can tell you from experience, like when you see, like to a certain extent you're like some some of them are almost forgivable like if there's a massive parking lot and it's like 70 yards out there Mm -hmm. like say it was costco yeah you're like okay i i i I, I get why this person didn't bring it back but the things that would piss me off when i was doing that was like when it was like five car spaces away yeah yep and you're like Really? Yeah. Or the people that complain that 
I'm the one that if I see carts outside, like the little cart, the little tiny ones, yeah. I'll just grab one outside because I don't know if they're going to be inside. So I take it in there with me. There are people that will see that and then be like, oh, someone's not doing their job. These should be inside. And the same people walk inside and complain that there's not a cart that they can put their, uh, you know, whatever in. Um, and the the thing that, like, I don't know, just from doing that back when I was in high school, um, when you leave your cars out there, especially in poor weather, yeah, you're like you get to go home after you're done with this trip to the grocery store. You're probably stopping on your way home from work or whatever. If it's raining outside, there's some poor 16-year-old kid that's going to have to come out there and grab those. And just because you didn't want to stay out in the rain for an extra 10 seconds, yep. you plus the 40 other people that did it, this guy's going to be outside for an extra half hour grabbing carts in the rain. Right. And Yeah, yeah it's, it's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. I don't understand. Pe- what happened to human decency? Just being a decent human. It died. Yeah, it did die. I watched a little video of uh, 1940s New York restored in color and everything. Yeah. Everyone is just like super. Everyone's wearing a suit, first of all. Everyone's wearing a suit or they're dressed up. They all look decent. And for the most part, they're considerate of other people. Like they're crossing the street. They're not like. It's not like it is now by any means. And now we've gotten to this point where we've totally disregarded just civility. Just being a decent human on an individual level, and it's led to the it's it's led to the the Karens of drive-through restaurants. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's led to that point where people are so entitled that they think they don't have to walk something back because it doesn't affect their life. As long as it doesn't affect their life, what do I care? There's no de- there's, and I'm not saying there's no decency because there definitely still is decent people. But it's a min- it's a minority group now. Decent people are in the minority. Yeah, and the other thing is, is for me, like, um, like when you go out to eat, right? If they get your order wrong, and some people might disagree with me on this, but if it's not heinously wrong, mm-hmm. I don't say anything about. Yeah, it. I don't either. Um, there's only two things I bring up. Um, when I'm out to eat, if, if I've, if I get the wrong item, Mm -hmm. one of those is like, if I order something that is usually cooked with like shellfish in it and I say, I don't want shellfish because I'm allergic to it. Yeah. Allergies. Yeah. Um, and they bring it out and it's cooked with the shellfish in it. I'm like, I, I can't eat this. Right. You know, but, uh, and that or um, if it just looks really, really undercooked, like chicken, yeah, beef, I don't care, right? Like, but if it's like chicken or something, then if I cut into it and it's still pink, then yeah, I I say something. But though that's my two things. Like, you right. could bring me out the complete wrong plate. I could order, you know, spaghetti and meatballs, and you could bring me out like a frittata or a steak fajita, and I won't. I I won't say anything about it. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, it's care. not a big deal. No, uh, the people that like somebody made food for me. Like I don't have to be in my kitchen right now cooking over the stove. Right. Like, like I ordered this medium. This is medium, or this is well done, or something like that. Yeah. I I couldn't care less. Person, I don't. If it's rare, like rare, rare, where it's slimy, it's the only situation where I'll bring it up. 
And I won't be mad about it. I'll just kind of point it out because it's not the waitress's fault. Right. But uh, I don't know, man. There's people that yell at the waitresses just... Like mm. like today when we ordered those sandwiches, like they could have given me a hamburger instead of a sandwich and I would have been like, not what I wanted, but whatever. Right. You know, like... Yep. Someone else made food for me. Like I didn't have to make my own food. So right. Yeah, it's... Yeah, exactly. What's the big deal? Exactly. It's not worth... Taking the time over, first of all, then you would have to sit there for another six, seven minutes. That six, seven minutes is more valuable to me than like making a point. Right. It's too ego driven. Yeah. Speaking of making a point, my wife told me, um, so, you know, like all last year we were having issues with our garage door opening. Yeah. Like it's pretty much stopped altogether. Okay. Unless you hit the button on the inside of the house. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, which is why I replaced the front door lock today for us to be able to get in and out that way. Okay. Yeah. Um, she, she called, I, I went and bought a garage storm motor last week mm-hmm. and she called somebody to have it installed and they quoted her like $225. Her dad called that same company, gave him, gave that person my address, just like my wife did, yeah. and they quoted him $165. Why is that? My my wife honestly thinks it's because a woman called instead of a man. Hmm. And so she 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 called and left a message on because they're closed today and was yeah. like, hey, I called and you told me it would be this much. My dad called on my behalf a couple days later and you said it'd be this much. I want to know why this discrepancy exists. Hmm. And if they can't give us a solid answer, or even if they can, like we might go with somebody else because of the principle of it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know, man. Isn't that crazy? Like That is kind of crazy. Was it the same person who quoted them both? Yep. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. And with the garage door opener for me, the infrastructure is already there. Right? I mean, like, I've already got one there. I just need a new motor and, like, transmitter and receiver system. Right. Like, the electrical components and, like, all of that is already there. Right. Yeah, I don't know, man. So. I don't know. I can't. I can't speak to them. I'm not in their heads, but. I mean, I would hope that's not the case, but it probably is. Mm, I'm not even going to say that because I I don't know. That happens a lot with vehicles. Does it? Yeah. Like a a woman will bring in a car for maintenance and they'll, I've actually seen it. um, There's like an investigative reporting series here in Utah called Get Gephardt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Mm-mm. It's a guy that investigates stuff like that. And um, he asked a female mechanic to go around, like a certified female mechanic, been working on engines for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And she w- she went around and, like, she did something that didn't make the car, like, unsafe to drive, but she, like, basically broke her car and would take it in. And be like, how much is this going to be to replace? And they give her like a whole laundry list and made up shit too. And, um, you know, she'd do it to a different car and the Gephardt guy would bring his vehicle in. Okay. 
and they would just say, we just need to fix this one problem. And it was like just the one problem that she messed up, up on it. Yeah, that's that's not right. And and so with women, it happens all the time with stuff like that. Anything mechanical, yeah. electrical, like like they, like people take advantage of it. Yeah, it's and, true. And um, like me as as a man, um, I I I know because I'm a man, I'm less likely to have that happen to me. Mm-hmm. But if I call a plumber and they're like, "Oh, you need to replace this over here," you know, I'd be like, "Okay," because I don't fucking know anything about plumbing. Yeah, you know. But it again, it comes down to being a decent person, right? Yeah. Like, oh, um, if you go to the doctor, they're like, if you don't need a new kidney, they're not going to tell you you need a new fucking kidney. Right. Right. Like. Yeah. It, yeah I don't know. It, I don't. I don't know. I've seen it on the flip side too, um, where, like, um, some I'm not and I'm not blanket statement like putting a blanket over all women, but I have seen this happen firsthand. I've seen this happen where women will go into something and then use like flirtatious behavior or to try to reduce the price to try to get something they want. Oh, so yeah. so yeah, no, it happens. I think all of it needs to stop. Personally, I think if you want this, if you think, oh, this toxic masculine behavior needs to stop, that also needs to stop because that feeds into it. That that totally uh, feeds into it. That's the look. The feminism, like actual fem, real feminism, where it's like equality, men and women are equal. Traditional feminism, cool. That's totally fine. But this idea of fe- feminism that like men degrade pe- men degrade me, and all men are pieces of shit. But at the same time, come subscribe to my OnlyFans, where I'll strip and wear skimpy clothing, and pay me money for it. It's like. They don't go hand in hand right? because you can argue like, you know, respect sexual workers. You're a misogynistic pig if you're if you're uh, if you don't respect sex workers. But at the same time, you're kind of degrading yourself if you go into that line of work. Like you're kind of putting yourself you're you're holding up a, a hands to get those type of people in your life in the first place, because typically decent dudes are not going to be the ones that, and I'm not saying that all people that subscribe to OnlyFans are not decent dudes. I'm saying that the majority of people that you're going to get subscribed to you are going to be like mean people or people that degrade women because they're online. It's just the nature of it. You're going to get more of the online bully type mentality because they're not real. They're not real people. And th- there was that one girl we wanted to get on here to talk to about bodybuilding. But oh, Marin? You found out she had like a only. I, honestly, I don't like her anyways. I reached out to her again last week and she was a bitch. Really? Why? Yeah. Well, I, I, messaged, so? I messaged her. I asked her if she wanted to be on. And then I explained the premise and she was like, cool. Um... And then I sent a link to the podcast and then she like snapped back and said, you already sent that before. And then just ghosted me after that. I was like, um, okay. Uh, it, dude. Yeah. I was like, uh, whatever. But I doesn't she have like an only fans? Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yep. Two And, and, uh, yeah. Yep. So whatever people can do what they want, but this this uh idea of like i need to be treated a certain way but i'm gonna also feed into it is totally contradicting and i don't like any of the behavior so just stop all of the behavior 
Like, I don't, everyone just needs to be treated as equal, pay the same for everything. You shouldn't be able to use, like, flirtatious behavior to get what you want, as well as you shouldn't be charging people based on their vulnerability. Like, I bet you those same guys, if, like, a little scrawny dude walks in and he's like, I need to get my car fixed, they'll probably take advantage of him, too. I don't think uh, it's just... Of course. I don't yeah. think it's just based off sex. I think it's based off of, like... Vulnerability. The, yeah, the the it it's based off of a lot of things. Um, vulnerability is a is a mashup of a lot of different things, and one of those things is, you know, like if you look really masculine, and you go into a gun store, and are like, "Hey, I want to buy a gun," they're yep. not going to try to tell you about everything. They're right? Just if you're be like, yeah. If you're a dude, a skinny dude with green hair and glasses, they're probably gonna like. Okay, this is a 380 here. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and they're like, they're gonna teach you like you don't know shit about what's going on. Yep. Um. Where for me, especially with medicine, my approach is as I tr- treat everyone like they have no idea what's going on. That's the best approach. Unless they tell you beforehand, and then you can go all out on them, and they're like, actually, I'm just a dentist. Yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm a doctor, and then you explain it, and they're like, I'm a dentist. Yeah, and, and so, like, for me, that's 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 the difference. Is like, mm-hmm. you know, um, like, even I'm a nurse, you know, but with this leg stuff going on, the PA, uh, there's a PA and a doctor orthopedist team taking care of me okay he said something and i was like i've heard that word before but i had just gotten off work and i was like i can't for the life of me remember what the fuck that means yeah and so i asked him what does that mean you know Mm -hmm. i i'm secure enough in myself to ask yeah questions as well and that's the other part of it like if you don't want to get taken advantage of you have to be willing to be like oh what does that mean yeah, I mean, I could walk into any gun store here and just based off the way I look and with like my fucking tattoo, like my military tattoos and shit, mm-hmm. they're not going to give try to give me the run around or upsell me on anything. Right. Yeah. Like they're just not. In fact, they're probably going to try to downsell me on something because there's the same product that I can get that works just as well, but for a less price. Right. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's like. First impressions definitely indicate like social status. So if you come in and you're like really direct and you like make eye contact and you say exactly what you want and you don't stutter, that like the, people gauge social status. When somebody meets someone else, they'll gauge, and this is just how it is, like as, as nature. People judge people as, is this person superior to me or inferior to me? That's just how society works. So if you show those vulnerabilities, then people will treat you accordingly. If you're confident, like you could be wearing a, a like pink pants and a yellow shirt and you could walk into a biker bar and they'll probably haze you or they'll like try to get a reaction, but it's all dependent on how you respond that sets the social status. Right. right. So you could be like a total, uh, and I don't like to say like alpha male. I don't like those. I don't like those words. To me, the the beta-alpha dichotomy is beta people, quote-unquote beta people, have not developed their skills enough 
communication skills, self-confidence to assert themselves. And on the flip side, alpha males can appear as really confident, but also have this attack nature. They have this attack nature due to probably their own insecurities or how they were treated as a, as a kid. Like if their dad beat them more than likely, they're going to grow up this with this mentality of like, I need to assert my dominance over people so that they will respect me and fear me because that's all they know. So that's, that's, I don't like that dichotomy of those two words, but somebody who's well put together, uh, clean cut, who walks into somewhere. Like if you walk to a Lamborghini, uh, lot with, I don't know, shorts on and like a, like a wife beater, they're not going to take you seriously. Just right off the bat. Right. You walk in with a suit, a watch, um, you're, or you're, you're dressed like you're going to a game of golf or something. Yeah, like, you're yeah. you're groomed. You look the part. Then they're probably gonna they're probably gonna be that way as well. Um, yeah, they're they're probably gonna be nicer to you or actually take you seriously. But it is based a lot on first impressions or how you come across. Uh, I don't really know where I was going with that, but <laughs> that's fine. What time are we at? We're at about thirty minutes, so it's about time to transition into our next. First segment, which is current events. So, <laughs> so current events. Uh, again, sorry for our Irish listeners and our couple of Aussie listeners. Um, but and the Canadians. Oh, we have a couple Canadians too. Well, yeah, it's Canadian, American, Australian, and Irish. All the drunk cultures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have we still have to get those bastard Brits on board, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, but the Canadians, I kind of classify in with us because we share the same continent. Yeah. Um, but I've seen a lot of stuff this last week about you know dozens of children in various different locations being rescued mm-hmm. from trafficking like missing children being rescued from trafficking rings yeah and i mean you were talking about this months and months ago like we're getting there yeah we're getting there i'm i've tuned out all the politics stuff because it's just it's a it's a gaslighting people yeah yeah so i wanted to bring this up because it ties into my life in a certain way okay okay First of all, my wife deals with kids that are in foster care, many of whom have been physically or sexually abused by their biological yep. parents, siblings, relatives. Over the last few days, I don't know what happened, but there's certain behaviors in the jail where you can spot like, okay, that guy's a pedophile, got arrested on pedophilia charges right Mm -hmm. i processed a fuck ton of those yep over the last few days yeah dude i i i cleared a whole bunch medically and they were all again like like uh the the guy that was training me was like hey uh asked one of them like where's your because they all have to carry their slip around with them that have their charges on it and yep. stuff. Unless they do something that might cause them to get their ass kicked. Right. Yep. 
and uh, there was a lot of guys that didn't have their little slips on them. Right. And uh, they were all very um, thankful for us being respectful and treating them like human beings when we were talking to them. Yeah. Which I'm going to do that with anybody. Yep, yep. Like, because that's my job there. If I ran into you on the street and knew that about you, different story. Yeah. But, um, and, and, uh, one of the other dudes I was working with, he's like, it's crazy because all these guys, they're just like, they just seem like really nice guys. I was like, yeah, that's the point, isn't it? Yeah. It's that, true. That's how the grooming happens, right? That's it's very true, you know. And I mean, like, so j- just, I mean, it's not anywhere near the level of like Atlanta or whatever the shit, other shit that I've seen on the news over the last few days. But like, even Salt Lake cracked down, did a, like a huge crackdown recently. Yep. So, yeah, the DOJ is going hardcore at at arresting people. The arrests now under um William Barr compared to the last attorney general who was Jeff Sessions who was a republican but an old school like Jeffrey cor- Beauregard Sessions yeah a- an old school corrupt controlled republican where he basically just didn't enforce certain laws and now they're being they're being enforced like never before and we are getting to a point where what's starting now is going to be even more so because right now the news cycle is clogged with coronavirus and politics more than it ever has been ever. And so I actually started watching that Jeffrey Epstein filthy rich thing on uh-huh. Netflix. I'm sure you've watched it yep. and you brought up the pyramid scheme thing. And, like, his whole operation was based off that with high yeah. school girls. Yeah, bring me more girls. I'll give them each $100. 200 $200, yeah. Yeah. They and just have to every, massage me. Yeah, yeah. And, like, um, like for every girl you, you bring me, I'll, I'll give you $200. And for every girl that girl brings me, I'll give you $200. Right. Like, that's that was his... Yeah. Uh, I... Like, yeah, so, I mean, it, it, the pyramid scheme didn't just go from, like, selling makeup to your friends or Tupperware to your friends in their fucking living room to, yeah, like, it it, it spread into this yep. yeah. part of society. And like Nexium, remember Nexium? Yeah, of course. HBO's launching a whole series on him. Like a whole really yeah, I might subscribe to HBO just to watch that. I mean, I have HBO Max. You can come over and watch it with me. Yeah, I'm I'm up for that. It's gonna be like I don't know how many episodes, but they're gonna actually dive deep into what he did and how he did it. And it starts out like showing one of his commercials and like trying to recruit people, but it goes way in depth. So the narrative's starting now. I see mainstream media starting to turn and attack different groups they're and being pa- they're pushing back. They're getting ahead of the narrative. So if they can get ahead of the narrative and say, even if it's true, like if if theoretically Joe raped Sally, uh, Joe could get in front of the story by coming out and saying, allegedly, you know, Joe raped somebody, but 
you know, these people are crazy. They're ridiculous. Oh, so they try to discredit like a preemptive strike. Yeah. They discredit the source before the source has the time to strike. Um, and that's, it's just a tactic that's been used in army well, psyop for, well, not just that though. Like you were showing me this VR shit. And uh-huh. We've talked about this before, but, um, what is it called? Like uh, predictive programming that uh, preemptive. Yep. Preemptive programming that like Hollywood uses in movies or yeah, whatever. And it's like, this is happening and it just tries to normalize it through the guise of entertainment. Right. And we're getting a lot of pedophile stuff recently. A lot of pedophile entertainment, quote unquote documentaries. Yeah. And, and last year on Netflix, pandemic there was like pandemic contagion outbreak yeah um all re-released on right on netflix there was a huge push for the pandemic board game yeah there was i bought it you did yeah yeah and then look at where we're at now yeah yep so yeah we're we're getting there i think uh i mean even now because if you Here's the thing. Government can't just come out and say, like, we have aliens. There's aliens that have been here. They are very hostile to us. People would lose their shit. Same with pedophiles. If if there was just a national broadcast, this is a message brought to you by the, the head of some Pentagon thing. And they're like, ladies and gentlemen, one quarter of the people among us are pedophiles. People would lose their shit. So they have to slowly roll out information in order to prime the public before they can tell the truth and actually have people Uh, understand. I love the fact that you brought up the alien thing because, uh, I mean, now we're kind of turning the corner into the conspiracy part of. I think we're still in current events. I mean, UFO Pentagon stuff was that's that's like real. Guess what else I saw? What? They remastered and re-released Destroy All Humans on PlayStation. They did. I did see that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a, a video game that's, what, 15 years old where you play as a, an alien yep. race that is trying to conquer humanity. Right. They uh, they remastered and re-released the first one and the second one. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, old PS2 game. Yeah. Old school shit. Yeah, that was a fun. I remember that one too. It was fun. Yeah. Like pick up cows and stuff. And like chuck them across yeah. the city. Yeah. 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 Or uh, mind control and get the like elected officials to do what you want. Yeah. I um, I saw an, an ad for a extended version of Mars Attacks the other day. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You start seeing like once you see the pattern, first of all, it takes... The only way that you get like you start seeing this stuff is one, you have to know somebody that's way ahead of the curve or that's been researching it along. Cause I was not, I did not used to be this way. I met people that were like, I viewed at the time, crazy conspiracy people. And Rob Hazeth was the one I met. (laughs) And he told me like all of this information to the point where it was like overwhelming. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Stop. And then I started looking into it myself, and then he he would say like, "This is going to happen. This is going to happen," and it did. So then that built credibility to him, and I started looking into right. it myself, and I started seeing patterns. And now what I'm seeing is that 
it's being more widespread. More people are waking up to like questioning things or being like, what? well, why is that this way? Why, why did the Pentagon release UFO crap? So, yeah, I, and I, I see, see what you're saying there. I like, you have that book right there sitting, sitting right oh, yeah, there. Oh yeah. Trigger. Um, by David Icke, uh, you see the sign hanging up over in your neighborhood at davidike.com? Uh-uh. Yeah, it's over the overpass. I was shocked. I I didn't see that. No. Um but so for for me this is kind of current event. Yeah, we'll transition back to current event. Um, we still got about 20 minutes, but go ahead and um for me, the the thing that kills me is, um, so I work in a location that is just clearly full of law enforcement and people sympathetic to law enforcement. Yeah. Right. Just based off the nature of where I work. Um, But I, I, my issue is, is I feel like the people I work with, and the people that are out protesting and rioting and stuff, yep, on both of those sides, yep, it's an, it's a total sum game. It's all or nothing. Yeah, and and that that's not the way I view it. Mm-mm. And I, during the during the day shift. You don't have time to talk to your coworkers about these things. Right. At night shift, like, I work with some Duck Dynasty motherfuckers, dude. Like, straight up, really? like, super conver- conservative. Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. fuck these riots, blah, blah, blah. Like, And it's like, the, to me, I, I feel like I'm pretty middle ground. It's like, I see the benefit of having police and fully funding those police mm-hmm. does reform need to take place yes should you be burning down your fucking city over what happened N- not necessarily yeah but do i understand your outrage yes like so i i'm like this in between person and i have to sit there and work with these people that listen to nothing but fucking country music and donald trump no i hate country music i hate it that's what i that's been the last four days of my life yeah Country music and uh, the Republican National Convention. Yeah. That's, like, honestly, that's been the last four days of my life. Uh, I can't I can't watch an entire one of either of them. I watched a little bit of the Democrat one, a little bit of the Republican. That's it. That's all I needed. I don't pay attention to the media that, like, bashes the other side of, of the – I don't I, – I just view a little of each, and that's it. I And that's what I try to do, but when – you're working four feet from a guy that's just like a total tr- trumpanzee, <laughs> you know. Uh, it, it, it's kind of hard not to sit there and have to fucking listen to it all day, right? Um, and since I'm still training in that area of the jail, you know, I I can't volunteer to go do stuff when it comes up. Yeah, like oh, you're stuck. Yeah, and so it's like. This guy who is training me is also the guy that's like a fucking Trumpkin. Um, and I have to sit there and listen to him 
watch all of his political views and agree with them wholeheartedly throughout the night. That that shit don't happen on day shift, man. There ain't time for that. Yeah. Like day shift, there's uh I mean, booking is probably slower on day shift, but there's other shit going on. Right. Like everyone's awake. The people that are just barely sobering up finally are like, oh, I'm going to try to kill myself, you know? So you're responding to a lot more calls and, yep, and like there, there's not time for that. Like people will have, um, messenger opened up Mm -hmm. to talk to each other. Like say if like, uh, I get along really well with this guy named Jared, if he's working in subacute and I'm down in booking him and I can talk to each other, but if something pops up, something pops up, you know? Right. Um, and, and that's the end of it. Like the people aren't sitting there watching usually a bunch of, you know, Fox news, MSNBC, CNN, right. Um, one, one nation or what, what, what is it? One America fucking, I don't know, news network or, Oh, OANN? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like They're better than... I'll say they're better than Fox. I think they're better than Fox. Fox is very establishment. But I'm just saying, like... People aren't watching that kind of shit right. on day shift. Like, right, yeah. Like, if, if they're looking at something on day shift, it's pure entertainment value. It's like fucking ghost hunters, uh-huh. you know? Yep. Like, oh, I have a few minutes of downtime during my lunch. I'm going to watch an episode of Ghost Adventures. Yep. It's not. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But the current political landscape, I feel like the media is really trying to hammer a wedge in and get some sort of civil unrest. I think the reason more so than what's happening now. Yeah, I I agree. I think the reason you and I are unaffected as much is one, we don't have all the notifications turned on to push news to us constantly. My parents had that. So like every five minutes they get a notification, but even on all their devices, they pick it up. It's a news thing, news thing, news thing, constant, constant. I don't do that. I don't have notifications for news. My news at the end of the day, I watch like a little 30 minute, YouTube guy that sums up all the shit that happened the day. That's it. That's all I do. I don't even do that. I, I just don't have time to... I open to... up um, articles. I read. Yeah. I don't even need somebody like... I, I mean, like, you get the um, emotion and stuff of the person that's writing, but it's it's less influ- influential than listening to someone. The right? Bi- right. The biggest thing that... I get from this guy is he covers articles that are so far buried that no one pays attention to them. No one knows what's happening with the federal reserve right now. No one's questioning why interest rates are so low. And, uh, like that, I, I pay more attention to the financial news cause that impacts everyone. If your mortgage is $400 cheaper, that affects you directly. So, Absolutely. so that's the stuff I pay attention to what affects me now. But when I read like, when I pull up, it's you know something on Fox or something on uh, uh, New York Times or whatever, for example, and it's like ten reasons misogyny is causing this to happen and what we can do about it. Like I don't, this is not worth my time. 
and are those actual articles or are they opinion pieces? That's the other thing too. Yeah, and there's not a lot of clarity. So much is just opinion pieces nowadays, and editors and anonymous sources. And I, I, journalism has become a feeding machine for propaganda, primarily because it every, always has been. Every single news company is owned by five companies. I mean, everyone likes to believe Fox News is this conservative outlet and blah blah blah. They're owned by Disney. Like in, they're they're well, owned by to Disney. To be fair, Disney was a pretty huge anti-Semite. And it's true, but they they sure aren't now. Um, but a lot of it is contr- that's why OANN has kind of become the new Fox News in a way that they are an independent source. Do that, you look into um, Al Jazeera at all or RT? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do pay attention to RT primarily because they have a very diverse group of reporters that report. Very pro-Trump administration, very anti-Trump administration, so that you get a mixture of both of them. Do you look at the Young Turks at all? I used to. I used to be all into them until I found out, one, they are owned. I don't know if they are anymore, but they were originally uh, funded by Al Gore directly. Hmm. Um, So I I did used to pay pay attention to the Young Turks, and I used to agree with everything they said. I mean, I was a Bernie bro. I was all of these different things. and then I started to realize that they play the they they try to get people to buy into you're a victim of everything that is going wrong. You're a victim. You're a victim. You're a victim. You're a victim. Drill it into your head. Let's all say it together. We're victims. And that's where I I started to kind of pull myself away. I actually stopped watching them uh, 2017-ish. So about a year of when the president got into office, I started looking at the constant attacks. As like kind of questioning, like, okay, if like, I I just started questioning everything. Like, why is everyone attacking everybody at this point? What is going on? It's chaos. It wasn't this way before. And then that's what got me into the rabbit hole of looking into the uh, pedophile stuff. Who, who controls that? And uh, the news that they're able to create basically static where everyone can't hear anything. Right. Because that's where we're at now. No one gives a shit. Pentagon came out and said, there are UFOs. They're real. Here's video. No one gives a shit. No one cares. No one cares. And that's the point, right? It's working well. They know what they're doing. Yeah, informational warfare, but I'm just sick of it. I think everyone's sick of it. I, I don't need, and that's all people talk about. That's what most people talk about. Even if you don't pay attention to the news, more than likely you're going to hear about something from somebody. It's just, hey, did you hear that, about that? That's all. That's how I get to hear about most things. Not yeah. where I get most of my information, but that's how I, I hear about most things. Right. Because, like, uh, Liz was out walking Hunter the other day. And this was after me breaking my leg. And there's a woman running for local office. Mm-hmm. Handed her a flyer. Was like, here's my website. This is what I believe in. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And I was like, cool, I'll go look into that, mm-hmm. you know. But m- most of the stuff that comes uh, to my attention, news-related, is from people I work with. Yeah. Like, oh, did you hear about this? No. Right. Do you have an opinion on it? Well, no, because I don't have the facts. I don't have, Yeah. you know, I, I don't. 
I don't have an opinion because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. And neither do you, so you should shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, and yeah, I'm I'm guilty of this too, and I know most people do this. They're headline article regurgitators. They read a headline, that's it. And then they regurgitate that information, not knowing what's true and what's not. There could be smidgens of truth, but no one actually does the due diligence of going through and reading anymore because there are so many articles. There's so many constantly. Every I guarantee you, I go on any one of these news sites, there's going to be an article within three minutes. Could I get another beer? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, I agree. Yeah. And yeah, um, 24-hour news cycle has changed current events for sure. It doesn't matter. Anything in that box I'm willing to drink. Um, yeah. And it's leading, you know what it's Hardest leading to? Hardest working liver in Utah right here. It's leading to people killing themselves. I think the quarantine's got a lot to do with that, yep, too. the quarantine. But, I mean, the quarantine, you can't see. Without the news, if the news didn't exist, what would we know about the quarantine? What would we see firsthand without people just saying you should be scared? Because that's why all the companies started closing down was media. At, at my own work in the break room, they are playing the news constantly. Right. Why? Why are we doing that? Why don't we all just turn it off and take a look at what's around you know, survey the land, survey what's around us. Because honestly, the VR goggles are cool. We're all kind of in them right now. We're all kind of in them. We're in this painted reality of what people are telling us to believe. And right. we don't know if it's actually true or not. We just like, yep, that sounds right. You know, you have a, you're a doctor or whatever. You're a hundred percent like, yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Bill Gates, not a doctor yet has some of the most heavy influence over the medical field in history. It's true. It's true. So, I don't know. We're, we're, not, we're heading to a bad place. Warren Buffett just sold all his stocks. Really? Yeah, not all of them, but he pretty much got rid of all of his financial banking stocks, so he got out of the financial game. He reinvested those into real estate because that's a safe bet if there's a crash, and he... Also reinvested in gold. Now, for those of you out there who don't pay attention to Warren Buffett, he never sells. Never sells. But he said, well, from his actions, they're seeing that there's not a good deal on the market right now. There's no companies you can buy and expect a huge return on because the economy is probably about to crash. If he buys gold, you can be pretty sure that something bad's about to happen. He took all of it out of the banks and put it into gold. He thinks that probably the dollar's not going to be around much longer. It's going to go into hyperinflation. I, you know, I, I'm just glad personally that I'm young enough with my IRA and my retirement accounts and stuff that I'm working on. Yeah. That if there's a major hit right now, if I can keep my head above water for the next five years, I'll yeah. recover. Yeah. And I'll be able to retire. And yeah, there's, you I'm, know, like that's, yeah. that's my biggest concern. Honestly, IRAs right now based in silver because they do exist. I'm going to tell my parents to do that because they have, I think they have like 200,000 in, in mutual funds, but if the stock market collapses, so when it's gone, yeah, when this first started, they had like 200,000 and then when it got into it, it's like 150,000, 150,000, they lost 50 grand a couple months. So now that it's almost recovered, 
I hope they take out. that. I hope they take that money and put it into silver, because if the dollar collapses, silver is going to shoot up, and uh, that that's a tangible, real thing, real metal. I mean, gold has always kind of been pretentious. They dig it up, they melt it down, and then they go bury it somewhere else, and then they have people guard it. That gold is in very uh, little. Well, gold's also used for your microchips and your computers. Right. And shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. There is tangible uh, value to gold. I think as far as a currency, though, silver is a much better option. Copper. Yeah, copper as well. Co- copper is good. I mean, yeah. like we every every society across the planet needs copper. Um, per ounce, silver is about. I haven't checked it recently. A couple weeks ago, it was about twenty twenty five dollars an ounce. They're predicting it could hit five hundred an ounce. So it's a very good time to at least put some money into silver. Whether that be in uh, coins or little bars, or actually just having it into a, a silver-based IRA or something, but yeah. silver's not going to do this huge drop. It's it's tangible. It's real. Mo- it's real currency. I will say this though: ba- even with um, how volatile everything's been mm-hmm. this last year, I just spoke to my fi- finance guy that's like managing my shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, even with 2020, I'm yep. still up 3%. Yeah. Yep. So I trust him to right. do the right thing because he's clearly doing the right thing. If I'm still up 3% with it, like how fucking bad things have been, I don't know if he's put my stuff into silver. He sends me a thing every month, but the fact that I've been getting 11% returns up until now mm-hmm. and now even in this shit show of an economy i'm getting three yeah i fucking trust him i don't read the shit that he sends me he sends me stuff every month but i you know um, i mean it comes down to what companies are making money that's all the stock market is like if people are invested in the car industry right now should probably probably get out of that um there's there's certain things people will need groceries it's probably going to be a safe stock throughout throughout Pretty much anything. Probably and I'm pretty sure that's what my money's been moved into. Because mm-hmm. usually that stuff that's been around for a while that most people need is the stuff that returns low, but it always returns. Right. That's your like 2 to 7% returns. Right. Annually is like everyone's going to need toilet paper. Yep. Yep. Wait, you know, so Warren Buffett had a investor, um, basically mentor who gave him all of the advice. And he basically said, if a stock reaches 130% initial value of what you purchased it, sell it. Because if it starts increasing too fast, more than likely what's going to happen is a crash. We thought that happened with the pandemic, the bull market crash, and then it made a V recovery. We're almost back to where we're at. But now, if you watch the predominantly rich, rich, rich guys, they're all selling stock. They're all selling stock. The CEO of Apple sold $130 million worth of his stock. Warren Buffett sold millions, maybe billions of dollars worth of stock. So it's important to me, like, watch what the big players are doing. Because they have thousands and thousands of people researching it every day. Like, yeah. Yeah, and, that's um, true. And that that's just what they go off of. But we're, yeah, we're we're hitting a point now where 
Apple Apple's a good example. They hit the tr- everyone Microsoft, Amazon, Apple hit a trillion dollar net cap, which means all the shares combined equal a trillion dollars. Huh. Apple went from 1 trillion dollars to 2.2 trillion dollars in 3 months after that. So they're literally That's a hit, huge spike. They're hitting perpetual growth. Um and that's where everyone needs to be worried because once stocks go up that much it's basically people are overvaluing stocks at this point. They're saying that they're worth more than they actually are because the value of the dollar is starting to go down. Um, and the Federal Reserve just bailed out the, the uh, banking, uh, basically bailed out the entire stock market. They're just pumping money and they're stimulating the economy. So that's the that's where we're getting this illusion of like the stocks are going back up. But if the Federal Reserve stops doing that, like just fuck worse than I don't even want to speculate how bad it is I'm not an I'm not an analyst I just watch what the big guys do you think it'd be worse than 1929 very possibly very possibly um but I again I don't know I don't know I'm not an economist or economist I mean so we'll just have to see what happens and now we're at the hour mark, which is conspiracy, which we've already kind of touched on that. Um, I don't really know can, what to say more. Can conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy? Um, well, I mean, all of life's pretty much a conspiracy right now. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I oh, here's a. I think VR is going to be the way that we space or time travel or project ourselves to different universes. I think there are already different advanced civilizations that the way that we will be able to reach there is not through space travel, through spaceships, but through transfer of consciousness. And I think we're almost there with this kind of stuff. Okay. I think this is the start. I think this is the baby seed. I I was talking to a friend of mine many years ago, probably close to 10 years ago now, Mm -hmm. about something similar. Um and he was like, technically, humans could be immortal. Like, because all of your memories and your thought process is literally electrical impulses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could decode that. Like an algorithm. Yeah, if you could decode that and put it into a computer, you'd continue to live. It's true. Um, Like, you wouldn't even know that your physical body had stopped existing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Very. it's very true. And, uh, I, I had this conversation, like I said, about 10 years ago. Um, now it's happening, but with, with the VR stuff, um, I, I was talking to you right before we turned the mics on. I was like, you, you showed me this VR thing you got. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, this kind of reminds me of that movie gamer. Yeah. Gerard Butler. Mm hmm. It's like really the only thing that's missing is being able to control another human being. Yep. That's it. That's the only thing that's really missing. Now, when you say control another human being, what do you mean by that? Well, in the movie Gamer, uh, there's uh, people are quote-unquote actors. Oh, yeah, like actually controls – like. But they get injected with a thing that changes part of their neurons to where, like, their actions aren't their own anymore if they're in the work environment. So someone 
is like, oh, I'm going to make this person. Right. This is my avatar, and I'm going to make them do this. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I guess you can make the, the argument that people you play in video games, a.k.a. AI or artificial intelligence, what discerns artificial intelligence from intelligence? Isn't intelligence just intelligence? At what point does the technology get so sophisticated that things within video games think for themselves and act on their own? I mean, Hitman's a good example. People will actually think for themselves. Their AI is so good that they'll like do their own things. They like have their own process. It's dynamic. Depending on what's happening, they'll react certain ways. <laughs> Aren't we the same way? If a bomb goes off over there, like probably going to react to it. Same thing in a video game. If a bomb goes off, the people are like, oh, my God. They run right. away. The guards right. run towards it. Right. So in a way, we are kind of controlling humans. It's just the con the disconnection of having any feeling for the thing that we're controlling because we're like, well, it's it's just a it's just a program. It's just photons right now. Right. But now, I mean, I'll have to show you if we have time before. I think we'll have time according to our time cycle. We'll get you on before nine. But you'll have to play a shooting game. And when you actually, like, stab something, it doesn't feel like you're stabbing a video game character. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like that. Or when you shoot something, like shoot somebody and see like their skull, it's like whoa. This this doesn't feel like a game anymore. And this is the early seedling. This is the early early version of it. I think VR in the consumer forms only been out for like four or five years. What does it look like in five more? Because technology and, usually and, goes. And where is it at behind the scenes right now? Yeah. You know. The scary thing is Facebook owns this company. Oculus? Yeah. All of those sensors on there continually put stuff on the wall. They have a map of the entire room. Facebook has that data. That's fine. Whatever. They, whatever. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're, they're downloading people's consciousness. That's what they're doing. Have you ever watched the movie Future Man? Or not movie, but it's a series, Future Man, on mm -hmm. Hulu. Yeah, yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. Uh, so the second season of that is that there's a premise that um, people are getting sent to Mars uh, to escape how shitty the Earth is. Like, the Earth is pretty much uninhabitable. Mm -hmm. And what it what Mars actually is is they're not actually being put on a ship and going to Mars like you said. Again, predictive programming or whatever it is. Yep. Uh um they get put in this chair, their consciousness gets downloaded to a program and then their physical body gets killed. Right. And then all of a sudden they're on a spaceship going to Mars, but they're not like that's not the case, right? And Mars is a uh, acronym for like something that basically means you're gonna live the rest of existence as an AI entity, right? Yeah, um, there have been people that have done experiments with these uh, seven days in just virtual reality, seven days of sleeping in it, um, being in it. How do you eat? Somebody brings them food and they, they eat that way. Um, they have five seconds to like 
close their eyes, take it off and put on a different one if they need to walk somewhere. So like the portable edition or whatever. And just, just to see what happened. And the biggest thing he reported on was he lost all sense of time. Time became an illusion. It's like, because you're in games, times go from like day and night. But he's like, there are times that I wanted to experience nighttime. So I would just go into Skyrim because Skyrim's on VR and just to, just to look at the night sky right? or to be in the, the daylight or whatever, to get a sense of time. But when you're in the virtual world, that all goes away. The, the sense that time even exists, which I still don't quite understand, but um, he basically came out and he was like the first four days felt like, you know, like a few hours because it went by. It was like so new and so different. Um, what about the last three? Like there were, I guess there were times that time felt really slow and really fast. And I mean, he got to the point where he was playing like a game where it simulates driving from city to city, just a road trip in a, in a bus. <laughs> you can only drive 45 miles an hour and he drove from Vegas to Arizona in game. It took him eight hours, but to maintain his sanity, he wanted to be like outside feeling like he was on the road. So he spent eight hours on a road in a bus going 45 miles an hour just to like keep his mind occupied. He's like, there's not all the time that you just want to play games. Um, but yeah, it is, no, I, I experienced that playing regular video games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, this is totally different though, because you can also interact with humans in this. If you have friends that have the helmets too, you can all meet up and, VR chat or like whatever a coffee shop or something. Yeah. Like. They have uh, comedy clubs. They have, um, movie theaters. They have parks that your friends can go to and just like hang out there. And I mean, that's cool, but it's also kind of freaky. It is freaky. It's incredibly freaky, but how, I how think do you, deep do you think predictive programming goes? Like, um, like how far back do you think they started this? Uh, probably 1950s. Okay. I would say okay. whenever the CIA was developed, I think that's what, that's kind of when it started. I think that's where mass experiments started to happen on the United States. Um, cause, um, you know, you, you go back, you look at four, Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. Right. Which is basically TikTok and Instagram combined. And anything that allows free thought is not okay right that book was released i think back in the 70s or 80s yep and it was a book and now it's a i think it was before that the movie was made based on the the original movie was made in the 50s like it was old it was like wizard of oz old whenever the wizard of oz around that time yeah and and then um you got like i said future man yep um even Rick and Morty animated series talks about certain things that are kind of like if if you yeah. are willing to open your mind a little bit, you're like, oh, shit, that could be predictive yeah. shit right there. Once you, you know? That's the shitty thing is that once you start to see it, that's how you start seeing the world. You're like, hmm, this is like when we watched uh, look, Escape from New York is pretty much happening now. People are moving out of New York in record numbers. They're going to go bankrupt. They're begging the federal government to be bailed out. They're not going to do it. And New York might go down. New York 
straight up might go down. Last week, or maybe two weeks ago, they had 43 killings in one day. Shootings. That that hasn't happened since the 70s. New York was one of the it was really safe for a long time, and now we're right back to where it was in the 70s. You know what they call Iraq? Or not Iraq? Um, Chicago. Iraq. They call it Chirac. Chirac. Yeah. Yeah. I. It, it's crazy, man. Like, escape from uh, escape from New York. When we watched that again, when he was like, when the plane was gonna crash, we thought it was gonna go into the twin towers. Like, it was like, oh, if it goes into the Twin Towers, like, that's it. Yeah. But you see that in the cartoons. You have, like, you had, like, all the little 9-11 stuff that was way beforehand. Or I think the Trump announcement where he was running for president was in On the Simpsons. Simpsons, yeah. And it was, like, down to a T, like, the person dropping the sign and everything. Yeah, so it's just weird stuff like that where it makes you question, like, hmm, what, what's actually going on here? Are we actually in a painted reality? Is virtual reality? Well, is, are we in the Matrix? Yeah, very well that we could be. Like our, yeah. When I first watched the Matrix, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, what if I'm actually just in a tube somewhere, and my whole life is just si- a simulated program to keep a robot alive? It's possible. I mean, think about where Pong was versus to what we're at now. That was in what seventy years? It's less, less than that. Like it's like fifty, forty, fifty. Yeah, forty years. Imagine what another hundred years looks like. Do we get to the point where these things you can't discern from? On Black Mirror, they have an episode where they put the VR thing on their their head and they press the button and their eyes roll back in their head and they're actually feel like they can feel, they can touch. So it's like the new Minority Report. Kinda. I don't know. Or, I don't know. No, not is it the Minority Report or the Total Recall? I can't remember. Twilight Zone? Uh, no. The, so, I I think the new Total Recall is. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's Total Recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the one with Arnold back in the day where it's like on Mars and shit, but the new one with uh Colin Farrell. Yes. Yep. And Kate Total Recall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, like and he. He comes out of it, and he can't discern if he's in reality or not. Yeah, that was one thing the guy who spent a week in that thing said, is that he had a hard time discerning what was, like... Normal? Questioning what is real. But also, being outside of it made him appreciate things a lot more, like just sitting outside and, like, smelling the air. He had, like, a whole new appreciation for it because it was something that was deprivated for so long. So, there's also that theory that in 2012 the earth actually did end and that we're we're in some sort of alternate branch of that reality and that's why things have gotten so crazy since 2012 that one's that one's deep i haven't looked too much into it if if that happened i'm gonna be so upset because i was in the middle of fucking afghanistan i think yeah i I remember i think we might have talked about this because i think you said that too and i was like uh that's when the first um season of American Horror Story came out where like if if the person dies they're kind of trapped in the house if they die in the house like their consciousness slash ghost continues to exist in the house but they can't leave the property and they so you're afraid you're going to stay in Afghanistan and and they're they're not aware that they're dead ah and and it's like if that's the case right now I'm going through a lot of fucking suffering for no goddamn reason <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. 
you know. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's freaking weird. All I know is that I'm genuinely curious where this stuff goes because it's been a short amount of time and I tried it. I mean, it I, I've seen some of the year. Mandela effect stuff like since 2012 there's supposedly pictures of the Statue of Liberty on a different island instead of Ellis Island and it's like people's memories don't line up and yeah, yeah, weird stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know, it makes you wonder and the fact that now, I mean now that we're evolving in technology, more people are having conversations about like consciousness. What is, what is consciousness? That wasn't a thing. Not even in like the eighties. I don't think where people were having conversations of like simulate, like this conversation we're having here now. Like what if we're actually in a simulation, blah, blah, blah. No one thought that back in the eighties. Right. No one was thinking that. Well, God, in the early two thousands, Star Trek Voyager had the, the Borg. Not no, not the Borg. The the Borg's something completely different. But oh, duh, that's the, a, the, the doctor on the ship is a hologram. But they all treat him like he's a human, and when he's first activated, he has no idea that he's a hologram. Right. I mean, they tell him right. eventually, but yeah. he's he's got no idea that he's yeah like like he's just a, a series of algorithms and yeah they treat him like a real human that's yeah. I, we're not quite in the entertainment thing yet but i'll i'll throw this in here really quick in vr there is a virtual family simulator where people who want to have two families the real family but then also want to escape into this virtual world and have a different wife and a different life and a different things it's the sims yeah except you're living first person in it and you can walk around and you can pat your virtual son on the head and you can cook food and like sit down and watch tv in vr with your fake family that is what we're getting to that and, and it's and it doesn't look like the sims i'm assuming that it's like um actual it looks like actual people yeah yeah um now being able to talk to it has not is not there yet where you can get in and actually say someone something to an AI and they respond. Not quite there yet, but we'll get there. We're getting well, there Detroit fast. Become Human, that game I was talking to Brian about last week, I downed, downloaded that, and that's about androids. Yeah. Artificial intelligence, realizing that they're artificial intelligence and that they're not being treated the same. Right. And developing their own personalities and shit. Yeah. And I went and bought that game. Yeah. Yeah. Great game, by the way. Is but, it? Yeah. Anything really in my book at this point, like the controls for anything made by Quantic Dream is like pretty in-depth and complicated. But any game made by Quantic Dream is also definitely worth the hassle that the controls are. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Um segments are um okay but yeah so speaking of family stuff sorry this is going to reach back into my personal life a little bit but uh so just because of everything that's happened with liz this year and then me on top of that Mm -hmm. liz and i are very close and I don't know how it is for you guys in your other countries, um, especially for those of you in Canada with your 
one party system, uh, health healthcare system that I think is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm her and I have met our deductible and we're probably rapidly approaching our maximum out of pocket expense for the year. So then it's just nothing. Yeah. If yep. anything else happens and it's instant care too. That's one thing we have going for us here. It's the only positive thing I would say. Yeah. But so yeah. her psychiatrist, the one that's been treating her for her like treatment resistant depression and going through TMS and stuff was like, really? Right now, if you guys are in this position with your health insurance, it might be a good time to look at getting pregnant like right now. Yeah. Because that's a pricey thing. It's it's pricey, but your first trimester would be covered is basically what he said. Okay. Because of where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. And and I was like, that's true, but you know, how much more important is mental stability? (laughs) Yeah, this that's like the same thing of like, let's have a kid to get a tax credit. I like money. Like it's kinda it's like, you know, it's like buy five and get two dollars off. It's like, well that's a great deal. But if you only need one, then you're going to save money by buying one anyways. It's literally just saying like, hey, you can spend money now, so you should do this. Well, and but I I think he he was also saying like, because Liz and I both, Liz doesn't deny the fact that she wants kids. Uh She wants kids. She's just afraid to have it and go through the process in her current condition. Right. So he, he was kind of like saying, you know. I know you want kids. I know your husband wants kids. Right now, financially speaking, for the first trimester, it would be like it's yeah. not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And then he would do more TMS treatments on her because it's non-medicated treatment during the pregnancy. Okay. Uh, but that's a whole nother like a lot of stuff needs to happen before we pull the trigger on that. Yeah. Fuck my leg hurts. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um I'm it, I'm glad I've never broken a bone before. Dude, I've broken so many. I really want an anthropologist to find my skeleton 200 years from now. <laughs> I really do. They're going to be like, "Holy shit, this was a warrior culture. What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> I've broken both my arms, one of them twice, broken my jaw, my neck, cut off the tip of one of my fingers, you know, leg, foot, ribs. Uh, like, I've I've done fucked up my body. I really wish I could be around to see what some future anthropologist or whatever has to... Yeah. Ha- ...has to interpret from my bones. I've gotten... Um bone density tests done quite frequently yeah and there's like a normal scale of like most people fit into this scale of how many pounds of bone muscle or bone mass they have in their body and i'm like a quite a bit above the normal scale of bone density so my the mass of bones that i have is about nine pounds nine or ten pounds and average i guess is around six pounds is what bones weigh just by themselves without anything anything attached so I don't know what's caused that. It could be. It could. Uh, it honestly could be like squatting and stuff when I was younger. And and steroid use. And ster. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um. 
yeah, it's like uh, Osterine. People would use Osterine when they're unable to, uh, basically when they're housebound and they can't work out, it strengthens the bones and stops the degeneration of muscle mass. So to me, that's a miracle drug. Everyone should be able to have access to it. There's no, they've studied it for over 30, 40 years. No bad side effects. Even when overdosed, completely passed the test, they found almost no adverse side effect besides some decrease in natural testosterone production. But if you're over 40 anyways, what does it matter? Just like be on this thing. Well, in, in my situation, that would be something that would be beneficial because yeah. I'm like, I, I, I can't exercise very well. You should just, you know what you should do? It's still legal right now. It's a hundred percent legal to buy online. Do, do your own research. I'm not saying that you should do it, but do your own research and start taking it and see if your bone heals faster. Like if you go to the doctor and they're like, holy shit, I've never seen this before. Then that's where it's like, I, I remember going to the doctor and he would grill me. He's like, are you on anabolic? Are you on performance enhancing drugs? And I'd be like, no, He's like, you know, you can tell me and that's not going to make a difference, right? Like I'm not going to call the cops or anything like, no, I'm not. And I totally was, I was on something. Just didn't want to tell him. Um, I guess he he knew by, I don't know if it was, in, I was lower body fat for my frame and my weight and everything versus how how skinny my frame is versus how much muscle mass was around my frame. It looks really unnatural. To me, I thought I just looked normal. But he would be like, um, so your test came back weird and your blood pressure is higher and all of these things that was on actual testosterone. Osterine on the other hand, I would be on Osterine. I would get the muscle. The If you didn't work out, your muscle would pretty much just, you'd get leaner, your bones get stronger. And yeah, if you start working out on that, you start getting bigger. You start mostly because all it does is uh, speed up the recovery process of muscle fiber. Okay. That's all. That's literally all it does. So you're able to work out longer. You're able to um, go harder and your muscles repair faster so that you can then work out more. A thousand hours put in with a fully recovered body versus on steroids or off steroids is going to have the same result. The only benefit of the performance enhancer is that your body recovers faster so you can perform at your peak quicker. That's the, that's all it does. Yeah. And, and for me, um, like I've been looking forward um, once I do recover because uh, the initial supervisor I reported my injury to, he was there today. Mm -hmm. he, he only works like certain days a week. He's, and I asked him, I was like, what made you want to become a nurse? And he was like, the three-day-a-week work schedule. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so he he was there today. And he's like, so Dallas, brother, and that's, this is just how he talks to everyone. He's like, man, tell me, tell me what happened. Uh, I, like, how bad is this? And I, I explained to him what happened and what the doctor said to me. Uh -huh. He's like, so I guess uh, future jujitsu classes are out of the question, right? And I, I looked at him. I was like, fuck no. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna be more cautious, but. Me looking forward, I've already I've already been looking at like how I can start to rehab and get back into that. And I think as soon as I'm cleared to do weight bearing, 
uh-huh. I'm gonna go back to the to the gym and and start practicing doing shrimps and dummy drills. Yeah, you know, and uh, just like you know the the cardinal movements that aren't against another person's body mass, but it just get like fully and back engaged in that and rehab my body to be able to do that again. Right. Um, uh, I would love to be able to drive and just go and sit in on classes right now, Mm -hmm. but I can't, um, you didn't get your sticks yet. No, uh, it's probably a couple weeks out. Dang. Uh, that, and then I need to learn how to install those and right everything. But, uh, with, um, I don't know. I've been talking to Liz and like Eddie, Eddie sent me, he's like, I'm going to send you a few videos while you're like recuperating. So you can like try to watch and learn some, something. Uh huh. And I was like, okay, cool. And so he sent me some stuff on Google drive. Okay. Dude, he sent me 10 hours worth of fucking instruction. That's a lot. Yeah, That's I was awesome. expecting like three videos of about maybe 20, 20 30 minutes each. Uzi, you got to get down, buddy. Get down. Down. Um No, he sent me like 10 videos that are each 45 minutes or longer. Mhm. Stay down. So no, I'm kind of grateful for that. Yeah, that's nice. That's super nice. That's super nice, man. Yeah. Um, Eddie's such a good guy. He's such a good guy. Hey, ooze. All right, we're at about 30 seconds. Until what? Until the next segment, which is entertainment. We'll have uh, to find a more porn games on Steam. Yeah, hopefully that's not the whole segment, but <laughs> that's what we're talking about. I guess so. That's what I'm gonna move in with. I right, here I'll pull up a I'll pull up a trailer on this is uh, keep in mind this is on Steam. So like turn... anyone can look at it. Like if you have a Steam account, like you could be ten years old, have a Steam account and look at this. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't notice this. Like when Brian came over and we were playing the games, he logged onto my account, went to the home page, the very like homepage of virtual reality and it was the most popular game right now or the second most popular game right now but you said you don't even need virtual reality for these porn games oh no some of it depends so some of the games are vr only it'll say you need you need this to be able to play or whatever here it is right here let me turn down the volume so i don't have to play the volume. it's called sex prison vr and look, look right in the right on the home. Gets right into it. Right into it. And these are features. All of these things that they're showing, they're like, these are features. And this is VR? Yeah, this is VR. So you play this in a helmet, you walk around this prison, and there's just a bunch of naked women. <laughs> Those are all of the prisoners. And I guess the 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 thing with this game is that you know, make your fantasy real by t- taking advantage of inmates yep pretty much yeah which look like ps3 graphics type things yeah but yeah these are all over steam these type of games 
This is uh, let's see. What's the non VR ones? Uh, I don't. I haven't seen any. The only ones I've seen pop up are the VR ones. So it could only be VR. I don't know. Um, but fourteen bucks, and people have bought this. How many? At least they? six. They've they've six people have reviewed it, but I'm sure more people have bought it. There's not a lot of people that are going to be willing to review and throw their name but, out there on something like that. I mean, here's another one. House Party. This is another one of them. Uh, this one has almost 7,000 reviews. Okay. This one's 25, 25 bucks, which looks like it's just like a social thing that has sex as an option. Right. But the graphics seem to be much improved. Much better. Yeah, they look a lot better. And it looks like more interacting and like... So House Party... Oh, you can get in fights and stuff? Yeah. It, to me, this looks like uh, kind of an offshoot of uh, Grand Theft Auto, like three Yeah, a little four. bit, huh? Maybe four. Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah. But the the sex aspect's probably more in-depth, I guess. I don't know. Probably. That's probably... They probably are like, how can we have sex with women in VR? Okay, we'll make this awesome thing. It's like, well, if we put this out, we're going to look like creeps. So we have to build something around it. Like, okay, what do we build? A party. Let's just make a, a house party. So then they build it all around it. That's what it's, that's what it probably And that is. was a VR game? Yeah, that was a VR game. See, the stuff that I bought on Steam was like Medieval Engineer, um, Sell Away, which is a sailboat simulator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's No, there's some really cool... Like things I think you would like in VR. There's one called Climb VR. Oh, really? Uh huh. Climb VR, and what that is is exactly what it sounds like. I mean, it's a it's a climbing simulator. It might be on Oculus only, um, but the graphics are really good, and obviously you're not getting the the workout of like actually holding climbing. Yourself. Yeah. But what you do get is the ability to strategically place your hands in certain places. And the new uh, Steam, Valve, the company that makes Steam, has a VR headset. And the controllers are like strap onto your hands and each of your fingers can move. So if you take a finger off of the thing, it's like, oh, your finger moved, puts up your finger. So theoretically, you'd be able to do different holds, finger positions and, and holds and stuff. Yeah. And I know Batman's coming out with VR. Uh, that one's out. Yep, they have one. Skyrim came out with VR. I think Witcher is coming out with VR. Yep, and then you have a lot of companies are moving towards that. At least the option to... To have it. Yeah, okay, so it's called The Climb. I don't know if they have like a trailer or, or what. Uh, there's a trailer. Can I go full screen with it? So it's made in the Crisis Engine, which is a really high graphic one. So yeah, they're basically worlds like this where one level is like getting to the summit of something. Interesting. And the graphics are really good. I mean, I was out climbing with Patrick a few weeks ago and... You hurt your leg. Yeah, here you go. I mean, I, I, I did. I it, it was actually the same leg that I broke. Which makes me think that when that boulder clipped me, I wonder if my leg didn't become cracked or weak. Right. Oh, that's true, huh? 
That's very that's very possible. Um, but when we were out there, I I saw on this VR thing that you just opened up, there was a like an eagle or a hawk flying around. Uh huh. We were out climbing and there was a hawk in the area, like hunting. And I was like, oh, wow. that's pretty fucking cool, you know. Out in real life, when you get to experience that, that. Yeah, and this it's a little bit more over the top, and you climb on things that are kind of ridiculous. But um, I think you also have to use chalk. You actually have to reach around, get chalk, and then continually go up. But that's what this whole game is: it's just climbing. I mean, it looks, it looks interesting, but I also just enjoy the climbing normal climbing like I, I i enjoy the feel of like the rock right on my hands and my feet and could you see this being a substitute like in the winter time though like if you were like i just kind of want to maybe you know play a game but also have kind of that feeling when you fall in vr there's a game called the plank experience where it takes you up 50 stories in a building and you have to walk out on a plank of wood and you're just looking down and there's nothing holding you on or anything and then if you step off the feeling, the velocity feeling of you falling, actually, your brain thinks, oh, shit, I am in danger right now. And you have this, like, unsettling, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. It's very interesting. Um, Heights translate well in VR. Uh, so the winter sport I was actually looking at getting into is uh, cross-country skiing. Obviously, that's out of the question this year. Mm-hmm completely out of the question yeah um wonder are you looking up a cross-country skiing one i'm just wondering if there's like skiing in general probably that would be really fun in vr see it looks like you look at the graphics and you're like oh this looks really shitty but when you're in it it's really it's more fun than anything i mean you just get this sense of like you actually get the sense of you're moving really fast. Um, right. So definitely more entertainment value. but it, You know what's funny about this? What? Again, back to the predictive programming thing. Mm-hmm. There's an old TV show called Red Dwarf. Okay. It's about a guy on a mining vessel that's like out mining ma- asteroids. It's in outer space. Something happens. Uh, it locks him down into stasis to save his life and the rest of the crew dies and it brings back a hologram as like his companion okay once it figures it's okay for him to wake back up after the catastrophic failure Uh uh-huh and they have vr on it and it's almost this show was made this show was made 25 years ago yeah. And it looks almost exactly like that. Do you remember the Nintendo one that was black and red and it was huge and you put it on and it was just side scrolling video games in in black and red? I forget what it's called. It was like a huge helmet that you put on and it's like virtual reality, but it was just like having a shitty screen up to your eyes playing side scrolling games. No, I I don't remember that, but the thing on this TV show looked like that. Did it? Except for instead of mapping your room, you stood on a platform that if you walked, it just kind of moved underneath you, and it was like a circle around you. Wow. Yeah, they're. I mean, and they're that's getting probably where it's headed. In one year, they were able to because Facebook currently has the controllers, but they announced that 
and they've rolled it out on their other model. This one's coming soon. Full hand tracking. Like? No controller. So to pick up things, you actually use your hand. It uses all the five sensors to actually determine where your hands are, what movements you're doing. And you have individual control over your hands in VR. So no more no more controllers. No more controllers. And they've worked on other things. They have like the little treadmill thing where it's about this big. You stand in the middle, you put a strap on it, and as you walk, your feet slide down. So it gives you the illusion of walking. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. With Red Dwarf. They had that in Red Dwarf 20, right. 25 years ago. Wow. Yeah, it's here now. It's like, here now. Like, legit. Like, they're in an old Western, like, game of some kind. Yeah. And they're all on these little platforms. There's, like, a belt around them. Yeah. Look at the Jetsons. They had microwaves. It's fucking weird, man. Yeah, look and, at... Uh, entertainment. Um, have you seen Jumanji? The new one? Any of them. Where they're in a video game, and they're like... No, I haven't seen the video game one. I've seen the board game one with Robin Williams like, okay. way back in the day. Yeah, Jumanji with The Rock and uh, no, I Jack Black. No, I haven't seen any of those. I think they have two or three of them, but it's basically they get put into a video game, like virtual reality, and they have to figure out how to do something. But it's all virtual reality. No, all... I, I watched the original Jumanji where, like, it was Robin Williams, and I think Kristen Dunst was in it as, like, a child. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, super old school. Yeah. Yeah, th- no, it's definitely moving in that direction. It's It's insane. I mean, it kind of blew my mind when Brian brought it over where he traced the thing on the ground and then he put me in this game. The first thing I experienced was going up in an elevator and walking from right over there to like over here. And in the game, I walked out of an elevator onto a plank and looking 50 stories down. And it's like, holy shit. And it's really unsettling because you feel like you're going to bump into something or walk into something. But then once you experience the boundary of like putting your head out of it and it goes into the camera mode, or once you get too close to it, it should like a, a net pops up and it's like, Hey, the wall's right here. It's very off putting. And, uh, but we're there, we're here. We're yep. at that point. Yep. Yep. All sorts of weird ones. I mean, I really wonder what Hellblade is like in VR. It's gotta be terrifying. Absolutely. I mean, like all, all I did was play it on the PS4 with a uh, 3D surround sound on uh, yep. a binaural surround sound on my headphones, where like the headphones make it sound like stuff's coming from behind you or like right. way out there, and th- that was scary. See, and that's the benefit with the VR is that it's not in the first person of her. You're actually you still see her body like third person, but your head controls the camera. So if you hear something, you can kind of just quickly glance over and look. It doesn't. It's it's not in her perspective. You still see her. Oh, I would rather be if if I'm going VR hair, Hellblade. I want it to be in her perspective. Yeah, yeah. Who know? I don't, yeah. There's all sorts because of because that gives you the full experience of a truly schizophrenic person. Granted, like in prehistoric Celtic times, but it gives you the full... Maybe the new one. The new one's coming out. Maybe that'll be first person. Uh, Almost every... Like, the PS5 will be VR-ready. The new Xbox VR-ready. They're all moving to VR. Uh, 
yeah, we're 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 here. We're at the point where video games are going to start being predominantly virtual reality. Well, and you said like even with VR, like you can meet up with your friends at a theater, mute everyone else, watch a movie with them. You all pay like three bucks. Yep. You watch this movie that gets released on a full size screen, and you're able to sit there and talk to each other. And yeah, you can pick seats, pick the seats that you want to do. Um, there's actual set movie times too, so they're like the screening will be at this time. The ticket is two ninety nine. Cool, two ninety nine. You get a little notification in your VR, badink, or on your computer, badink. It's time for the movie. Jump in. You have the theater experience. You have the put some headphones on. Do you, you actually see silhouettes of people in yeah. front of you and shit? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they're little avatars. So kind of like me, like the little Wii, Nintendo Wii, like little, okay. uh, yeah. just like cartoony looking people. So everyone builds their own character and identity and you, yeah, you can go do events and stuff. You can go fishing. You can, uh, go mini golf with your friends. Interesting. All while they're sitting on their couch in the dark with a thing over their face. <laughs> <laughs> so, interesting interesting yeah yeah i mean there's google earth vr where you've done that you have yeah yeah where you can literally go walk the streets of where any, anywhere yeah yeah it's 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 getting uh getting crazy i got a boxing game creed uh where they introduced like you can fight all of the rocky villains uh, you can fight against Rocky himself. Ivan Drago. Yeah, Ivan Drago, Mr. T. Um, I forget the first guy's name. The first. Uh, it was uh, Apollo Creed. Yeah, Apollo Creed. Then I would assume his son's in the game too. Um, then there's a campaign mode where Rocky actually coaches you. Old Rocky coaches you. Shows you how to like dodge and everything. But what I found is. You can get a good workout in with these. If there's something good about this with gaming, you can actually get a damn good workout in from just moving your head around. Like there's Beat Saber. I don't know if you've seen that where you have two lightsabers. It's oh, like, yeah, a, I've seen I, I've seen advertisements for it. It's kind of like Guitar Hero where it has different arrows pointing different ways and you sit there and you have to like slash and dodge things. Good workouts. A lot, And there's a lot of workout applications there's not just games there's apps too where you can improve skills or you know like i was telling you earlier you can have like practice speaking in front of an auditorium of people if you're afraid of speaking in front of people it's a good way to kind of hone in on that skill i guess i don't know i'd have to experience it to actually say if it works or not but like apps so i mean there's there's one where you get to go on a moon rover. Um, there's one where you're at the space station. Uh, there's anatomy ones. So actually being able to see what you're doing as far as like medical stuff. Um, yeah, anti-gravity. And it all kind of seems ridiculous if you watch YouTube videos on it. But when you actually experience it, it's like, damn. This is this is where this is where we're going. And you look at old people who can't like maybe can't get up and walk or yeah, it gives them a chance to go out to the museum or something. Yeah, this is not a technology just for like younger generations who are on the latest greatest stuff. This is going to be I think huge. I think old people, older people are going to get 
a lot of enjoyment out of this. Um, a lot of movies are being produced now with 360 video. So not only can you watch a movie, you're in the mood. Like you can look around and see behind you and okay, it's stuff like that. That's where we're heading. Um, yeah, vir- virtual speech. So that might actually be real people. I'm not sure. There's so many of them that it's yeah, like this, like you, okay, like you're up there doing a presentation. You can put your own powerpoints in there. Looks like a press conference of some sort. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely not just for gaming, which is what's interesting to me. Cool. Yeah, you got your sword games. I'm going to go piss. Like, and look at the graphics of this, too. You don't have to say anything, but. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, guys, uh, I know we're using a lot of visuals today, but if you haven't tried VR, definitely try it. Give it a try. Um, I've. To this day, I've only tried it three times. And, uh, yeah, I own one now. So I, I plan on experimenting with it more and seeing what it can really do because, man, this stuff is crazy. This stuff is absolutely crazy what it's what it's able to do. And the experiences that you're able to see uh, and almost feel without actually being somewhere. It's a game changer. It really is a game changer. You can... And, and this is just the start. I mean, more and more people are going to develop for this thing. Back when video games first started, there were very few of them. And now it's expanded into tens and tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of video games. So what does VR look like in the next 10 years? I think it's going to be beyond comprehension. Um, it definitely kind of brought back that that feeling of, wow, this is uh this is exciting again when you play video games as a kid and you're like wow you can do anything in this this is amazing this is a whole new world and then when you get older they just kind of be they're just kind of like a like a little hobby you kind of fall away because they're not as exciting you've already been there done that type thing but this is like being totally immersed in something different and I'm excited as hell to see where it goes. So let's see what time we're at here. We're going to start keeping the episodes a little shorter because I noticed most of you fall off after about the two-hour mark. So, yeah, guys, definitely check out VR. It's getting affordable. You can buy a headset that doesn't require a PC now, fully wireless for 400 bucks. If you have a PC, you can play some of the more intense games, and you can buy one that has a wire, also 400 bucks. But they'll probably end up getting cheaper. So I'm excited to see where it goes. And even if like you just want to watch a movie in it, most people would be like, why don't I, you know, I can just watch a movie on the, on the TV. But at the same time, you have the sense of being in your own house. Maybe you have a stack of bills on your counter. That's like, you know, you get distracted, the dogs wandering around. You put on these goggles and you're totally sealed off and you can actually focus on what you're watching. It's Hard to explain, but all I can say is just try it. Pretty pretty damn cool. So and I'm sure I'll have more to say about it next week when I've actually used it. I just got here today. 
got delayed. I was like waiting anxiously for it. Yesterday I stayed up really late. I'm like, I don't want to have to sign for it. And he comes at 9 p.m. or something. And so I stayed up and got disappointed. And it showed up today and I was ecstatic. So, yeah. He returns. He returns. See, I was just saying that we're probably going to keep the episode shorter because a lot of people fall off around two hour, two and a half hours. That's usually where the, the fall off is. And oh, if it, okay. it does fit our format, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, every once in a while we'll probably get carried away and publish some longer episodes and in which yeah. case, fuck you guys. Especially with guests. Like that's the biggest thing. Yeah. With guests, we have a whole hour segment dedicated to that. So because, I don't mind going three and a half, four hours. Yeah. But again, fuck you guys. If you're not willing to listen to that, I mean, you do what you want. Um, they probably well, just figure with us they they've gotten to know us well enough that two hours is like they're like okay, yeah. <laughs> there are three sheets to the wind by now. Like we're they're gonna start deteriorate <laughs> deteriorating <Yeah>. soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. That's I think fair. the one with Brian. What did that go? Three and a half hours. Something. like Yeah, that. but that was a guest. Yep. Yeah. It didn't uh, feel like three and a half hours. No, and and Brian's a good guy. He is. He's like, a good dude. But, uh, and he listens to the episodes all the way through. He does. Uh huh. Every single episode we've we've. Yeah, done. it seems to be kind of like your brother and like going through backlogs. He's starting with the newest and going backward, <laughs> backwards though. Okay. So like, if you were to start listening today, it would be today's and then last week's and working his way back. Yep. Yep. He seems to be enjoying them a lot though. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. Like. Really, anything we can get to, um, to get more input and and whatnot. Yeah, totally uh, agree. I I don't know if you want to stop and try to go back to the beginning, and we can do the email thing because we said we were going to try to do that at the beginning versus the end because of people tuning out and shit. Yeah. Oh, um, that's right. The uh, I actually have been putting it in the description now too. I actually have a link to it and a link to send us video, uh, voice messages too. So, and then, yeah. Maybe we could just record like a quick um, advertisement to slap on the beginning. Yeah, can totally do that. Yeah. 100% can do that. That's super easy. I also found out through Anchor, even if we don't have advertisements, I have to split it up because usually the file size is too big. So, I'll put in ad segments like at the beginning, in the middle, and at, not at the end, but closer to the end. And if we ever get an advertiser, it automatically just fills those spots with ads. If there's no ads there, it'll just play without one. So it's pretty cool. It's actually okay. pretty, pretty dang cool. So, yeah. I guess uh, what is what are we at? Like getting ready to wrap up now? Uh, or? Do you have more stuff to say? I don't know. I've got nothing to say, man. <laughs> uh, you know, I, my... My job's okay. My life's okay. Having a broken leg sucks. Um, yep. Two two pieces of advice today, I guess. Don't break your leg and don't let a car get repoed. 
and also uh, beware of uh, VR porn. Yeah, and porn games. Yeah, what at what point does it get to? Yeah, where does that where does that fall into? Because at some point it's going to be almost considered cheating. Like at some point it's going to get to that point. I, I think once it turns into a thing where, um, because they've already got shit like this, you can go ahead and pull it up. There's the Simeon machine. Oh yeah, no, I've seen that. Flashlight's making one too now that syncs with the the actual porn yeah. itself. Yeah. So I think once that becomes a thing, that's probably where the the cheating aspect's probably going to be. Yeah. Simeon OPEC. No, that's Hasbro. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Just like put Simeon adult toy. Yeah, no, there's, we're going to get to that point sooner than, sooner than later. Cause it's already evolved because before it was like the, the phone thing and right. you're like, this is kind of cool. And then this, I mean, it's a little blurry and it's still like, it needs some refinement. It needs some sure. refinement, but I think that's more of the porn industry's fault because they're not exactly the most. They're not Steven Spielberg's out here. Steven Spielberg could probably make a badass VR experience. Oh yeah, like could you imagine watching uh, Saving Private Ryan from the perspective of a soldier on yeah. the squad? Here you go. The flashlight launch, virtual reality compatible, seven hundred bucks. Yeah, you just lube it up, stick it on, and plug it into your VR headset, and you're you don't good even to go. plug it in; it's just Bluetooth. It, but I, either way, you're just good to go. And it syncs exactly with the porn too. the The girls use these special dildos that have sensors on them. Really? So, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. I don't know where. I, that's that's dangerous stuff. People you, are gonna stop going outside of their house. You, you know what? I'm all for it, though. We need a reduction in human population. That's true. If less people are out on the street, it's going to be a nicer time for the people that actually want to go out. But, I mean, if this gets better, I don't know how many people are going to want to go out. People are going to be like, well, I can go to the movies and... You, you know what? I, I don't know. It's probably because of just my generation and being old school. I would probably do this with, like, my buddy in California. Yeah. Like, hey, let's go watch a movie tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, travel, yeah. Or even the porn aspect, like, oh, my wife's not been put now. It's been a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. I, well, but, what, but, where does it get to the point where <laughs> where uh, couples start wearing them together and going into porn together? Oh, you're talking about demolition man status. Yeah, okay. you're, going, you're going to porn together, and it's like, okay, you'll be Halle Berry, and I'll be Keanu Reeves. Like that no, kind of no, stuff. No, no. Uh, so, have you ever watched Demolition Man? Uh, it's been a minute. Sandy Bullock and uh, it's Sly. It's been it's been a long minute, but I think I have. I just my that's how they procreate, right. man. Really? Yeah. Like, like so. Um, your sexual experience is all done through VR, and uh, everything else is artificial insemination and whatnot. Interesting. Well, I'm saying not not even just like. You put them on and you're sitting next to each other. I mean, it's full on intercourse, but you use like the, the sensors or whatever becomes so good that you have that pass through effect, but it can project them as a different person. See, that's where it gets in that, murky waters. And, and that's probably possible. Probably will be. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're already experimenting with that and it's just not refined enough to release to the public. Right. Even the pass-through that you saw was not available on the one that you tried before with the sensors up on the side. It wasn't a thing back then. This is like first gen of you being, being able to actually see. Like switch over and see your environment so you don't run into shit. Yeah. If you're sitting watching VR porn and you think you hear something, you just double tap and look around real quick and then get back to it. So, yeah, 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 it's a crazy time. I never thought we'd be here. I never thought that, I mean, even five, five, I guess when I first heard of VR, I was like, this is stupid. This is a gimmick. This is like 3D TVs. Right. And a lot of people bought $6,000 3D TVs and where are they now? Where, how many people buying $400 VR headsets? That's where they are. Yeah. I'm glad I bought this rather than a $6,000 TV because you saw like you can scale things, like push it back, make the screen huge. It curves around. You're like, okay, this is pretty much like having a hundred inch TV and uh, I'm sitting in space too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sitting in this, uh, you can make your own apartment or condo or whatever. I'm sure you can probably add l- different levels to that too, like upstairs, downstairs. Yeah, there's art. There's art uh, apps as well, as far as like architecture. You can build architecture and warp things. And um, see, that's where I would get lost in that. That that would eat up so much of my fucking time. The creative stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Minecraft's in VR especially like if I were able to take that VR scan my house with it and then be like, okay, I want to do this for a master bedroom or yeah. Like, oh, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. let's see what this looks like. Like, let me manipulate this without getting an architect involved. I don't have to pay an architect to show me this. I can manipulate it and see if I like it right. instead of paying $300 for a plan and a digital scale. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, and, and that's the kind of shit I would be fucking with constantly. That's what I plan on doing too is more creative stuff. I want to, cause I used to be into Minecraft. I think I had you play it a couple times. That and medieval engineer. Were you playing Minecraft and you were like, okay, I can see how people like you at first you thought it was stupid and then you were playing it a bit and you're like, I see how people can get lost in this. Yeah. But when you actually build something and then you're able to put the goggles on and walk into it and actually look at it, like you build a big cathedral you can actually appreciate things that you've you've built right. or you you can appreciate digital art more now too because cre- there's a lot of really oh, talented an- people out there making amazing things digitally but until now you couldn't actually totally appreciate it you viewed yeah. it through this two-dimensional perception well well not just that um there's an ai program out there creating art now that looks like renaissance style paintings but they're slightly like something off yeah there's something off little autistic yeah ai is a little autistic maybe that should be uh, be autistic intelligence autistic intelligence (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but no i i was looking at some of this ai artwork and it was like oh some of it was like no that's way off base like there's no. Yeah. But some of it, you're like, okay, I can see, you know, the, the classical movements in this and the golden ratio in this. and Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's it's getting there. We're we're still programming it, but it's just like anything. It's like technology goes like this, and then before long, it goes like this, which is I think what we're at now, and then it'll go. Whoosh. Yeah, it's a logarithmic scale. Yeah, yeah, perpetual growth at a certain point. Exponential. You, yeah, you hit uh, what is it like technology doubles in doubles every eight years or something like that. I, I don't remember what the exact it was every is. 10 years when I was young. Okay. So every 10 years technology doubles. Well, a doubling of technology in 10 years, like that would mean in 50 years, the same amount that happened in 10 years back then would happen in days. Right. In right. the future, it's like decades in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to get to a point where it's like, we're at this now. And then in 10 years, <laughs> they're going to be like, yeah, we have sp- now we have spaceships and we can travel into black holes. <coughs> and it turns out all the dead relatives that we've ever known actually exist in this black hole. Um, but they're anywhere that you want them to be in time. So if you want to go see Abe Lincoln with your dead relative in this place, you just go into the black hole. Like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. It's like three days ago we were, you know, putting on this little helmet and I put a little thing on my foot and was walking around my apartment and now I'm now I'm going to the black holes what yeah exactly those seem fun too uh I don't remember if you remember no man's sky or not I wanted to get that but then I saw like the shit that got put out with it yeah like initially and yeah. I was like no well now it's vr now it's in vr and and it's probably way more refined now but like it it's missed like fallout its window. it's like fallout 76 yeah it missed its it window. missed it. it i mean it, it really did it was like it's like, oh, well, we're going to create this huge universe. You can discover new planets, new life. Yeah. You know, you can basically live in Star Trek. Yeah. And it's like, this is what they told us we would get. And it was like Star Trek. This is, this was a meme I literally saw about uh, No Man's Sky. This is what we were told we were going to get. And it was like Star Trek. It was mm-hmm. one of the Star Trek shows. And this is what we got. And it was like a T-Rex with like a triangle head and like falling over yep. trying to walk around. Yeah. And <laughs> there's, there's a uh, Star Trek VR game where you're controlling the ship and like actually adjusting knobs and stuff. Yeah. Calibrating weapons. You play it with your friends. So one person's the commander and then you yeah, have a bunch somebody of... Somebody else's like helm and yeah. tactical. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. So then you start like... Oh, ship comes in. So you have to be the one to coordinate with people. Like you, you know, you can move your controllers around and go like, Oh God, <laughs> like stuff like that. <laughs> so oh, that's great, man. I'm excited, man. Like I, again, I haven't. It's exciting, but it's also scary. It is scary. I haven't spent much time in it at all, but I'm going to experiment for sure. I know it. you said uh, the first thing you did was uh, explore the porn aspect. Yeah, dude, it. you got to get that out of the way. Cause I mean, that's, I think that's on the forefront of everyone's mind in VR to like, wow, I can explore all these great places and do all these incredible things. And it'll help. Can I have sex with this? Yes. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Can I fuck it? (laughs) I can go to Mars and like, they can load up all of the lunar Rover pictures and I can literally walk around Mars, but can I have sex with it? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. And it's still not as good as the real thing, but it's there. It's better than 2D porn. I'll say that. You know what? If this had existed when I was fucking 15, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have left the house. Oh fuck no! For like <laughs> five, four or five years, man. No, 
And like I'm, I'm telling you right now, if it had existed when I was like 15 or 16 when I got my first job or whatever, yeah, my first paycheck would have gone to something like this, right? Like, hey, uh, Dallas, this package showed up for you. Cool. Straight to the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, push, yeah. Well, push now- my dresser in front of the fucking door. Barricade myself in. You wouldn't see me for days. Like, if you think about it, it's 400 bucks and you can do anything. Not yet, but I mean, hardly anyone's developing apps for it. Imagine when we're at a point where everyone like has 10 one. 10 years, 15 years from now. Where yeah, everyone has one. They're actually putting out a shit ton of content. I said this when you went to the bathroom. Back in the day, there were very few games. Now we're at hundreds of thousands of games. What does that look like with VR? There's selective now. There's still thousands of games for vr but within 10 years there will be hundreds of thousands oh yeah and all the sure. major studios there's baseball games i mean yeah you could play baseball soccer football basketball they're surfing. actually yeah i mean they've got a fucking climbing one out already yeah they pretty much already have like anything you can think of they pretty much have it but the quality is just going to go up yeah and i'm sure like with stuff like uh, call of duty You'll probably wind up getting um, a rudimentary style, like, basic frame of an assault rifle and pistol, at least. You can still play 2D games in that. You can sit in a movie theater, get a controller, just sit there, look at the huge, you know, 200-foot screen or whatever it is, and play with a controller whatever game uh, is in your Steam library. So they all don't have to be the 3D experience of looking around. Uh, although I like the horror ones personally, I really like getting the shit scared out of me because it makes me feel alive in some sense. So, like, have you done Dead by Daylight with that yet? Oh no, it's no uh, not VR experience, but I mean like the ones that are 3D and that you're actually like feel like you're in a decrepit house with you're looking around. A little girl runs past, you're like, oh my god, because it feels real. You just saw the home screen, but when you're in a game that's optimized and looks. Like, oh, wow. This like, that's actually built for it? Yeah. Yeah, that's where that's where the magic is with it, the developers. I mean, Facebook did okay with the home. It's still kind of wonky, like, hitting the buttons and stuff is a little weird. But some games are made really well. So, yeah. Two hours and ten minutes. Mm. What time is it currently? Uh, three or eight thirteen. Uh, I should probably wrap it up. All right, guys. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, hopefully this new segment thing is going okay for you guys. Let us know. Cheapshotdiscussions at gmail dot com. Uh, we will record a thing for you to to tack on to the beginning of this. Okay. But um. Yeah, just give us a, a – we'll take care of that in post. But, um, yeah, reach out to us. Let us know how the segments are going. I, I know we have a tendency to jump back and forth. It's partially intoxication and partially just normal conver- conversation. Yeah. We are trying to stay on point, though. Yeah, I think we did a good job this um, week. Yeah, this is Dallas. And Caden. Well, you're signing off. Bye.